was as if he'd kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Scott Brown here from Let's Talk Sport. I am joined this evening by Gavin Love and Andrea Barella. Have I said that right? Yes. Spot on there. Okay, goalkeeper from Petange and obviously Gavin Love, who is the the head honcho at Ettlebrook Basketball Club. Why is it called Etzella, actually? I've always wondered. What's the story behind that? That's a good question. <laughs> okay, well, Andrea, I'll bounce over to you because you're actually from that neck of the woods. What's the, the history behind that, that name? That's a good question. I, um, I grew up in Ettlebrook, so uh, I you should, for like You should know the years. answer. I should really know should. the answer, <laughs> but I don't know the answer. So, uh, well, we'll come back to that I thought you were going to bail on. me out there. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll come back to that later on in the show. We are live in the studio at Today Radio, Studio 4 in Kirschberg. Let's talk sport. As I said, Gavin and Andrea joining me tonight. The weather outside is hot, hot, hot with the occasional downpour. This is show 97 for us on the 14th of May. Uh, we've also got Anthony Perez joining us uh, later on this evening from Let's First News to bring us up to speed with the BGL action. You can join us live in the studio um, on 62152 I know for a fact this is going to be an exciting hour ahead of us, Gav. We've got Gav who will obviously talk the back legs off a donkey and Andrea, even just that chat we've just been having, I feel this is going to be a great one tonight. As I said, we've also got our uh, our local Luxpert, as we like to call him, Anthony Perez, joining us. Gav, 60 seconds. Obviously a top dog up at um, Ettlebrook. The season's done. Won the Lux Cup. Didn't quite go your way in the league. What, what do you do with yourself now then? Well, obviously we had a great season. Obviously winning the cup was 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 excellent enough. And my first year at Ettlebrook, um, you know, season's over as as you pointed out from so kindly that we did have a disappointing loss in the playoffs. Went out a little earlier than we would like to, but overall it was a very good season. And now it's all about you know evaluating potential players that may come and play for us, and it's all about you know improving and maximising the potential of the players we have. We're rejigging the youth a little bit and bringing players up, and um, just making sure that we're in good shape um, for next season. So we've got a couple of months off to, to to tune in so when when do you when does the season start officially again well i don't know the actual dates but it'll probably be around the 20th of 20 25th of september something okay. like that and then towards the beginning of october and then what about pre-season when are you looking to the boys to? at the 20th of august okay so about a solid month of yeah because all luxembourg is you know they like to take holidays around august so we, we leave it a little bit later than normal yeah, you're not wrong there. Uh, the fourth one of the the fourth one of the year, yeah, about the hundredth bank holiday, which we don't complain about. Not at all, Andrea. Obviously, uh, not result didn't go your way today, but I was obviously checking you out. You boys are sort of fairly steady at fourth. You can't, you know, improve before the end of the season. You can't go down. So, uh, what about yourself? We have got one more one more game to play next week. Yes, we play Ettlebrook. Yeah, so uh, my ex club. Yeah, so you, well, I want you to find out <laughs> what Etzel is about. Huh? Going to the game. I'm going down as well. I've got yeah, a, uh, you probably noticed my shirt on at the moment. Looking, <laughs> nice. I guess I know who I'll be uh, supporting. But um, yeah, just uh, sixty seconds about yourself. Who are you playing for at the moment? 
At the moment, I play for Union Titus Petange um, since 2020. I'm playing my third season there. Um, we were happy there. Uh, the first two seasons were a little bit uh, tough. Um, as we, The first season we ended in the last place. Last year we were playing to not be relegated. And this year it was it was an amazing year. I think nobody expected us to, to win in the fourth place. Um, but I think uh, all together in the club, uh, we put some work in it. And I think... If you if you see the work that we put in during the season, um, I think it's it's deserved, and I think next year we can do at least the same, um, if not better. If not better. I mean, that's awesome to hear. Um, I say we've been lucky enough to have a couple more. Uh, or we had um, Philip Boych on the show, and we've got a couple other guys lined up coming on later on in the year, but. You've obviously got the two... So this year it's been Hesperange who have been crushing it all year and then obviously Didelange have been, uh, you know, breathing down the neck but sort of fell away at the end of the year. Um, did you expect those two teams to be top of the stack? Yes, I expected the two teams to be like um, a little bit apart from the rest. Um, you know, um, I think until today we are the only team to beat Hesperange um, in the championship. But still, it's an, an amazing team, as well as uh, Dudelange, of course. Um, but I think the difference between the two teams was like the squad, the depth of the squad. I think that made a difference. Uh, Dudelange came in a in a difficult phase um, at the end of the season, a lot of injuries. And Hesperange, like, they have 40 players, you know, so the one who can't play just next come, comes in and has the same quality. And I think that was the big difference. But I expected the two to be a little bit apart from the rest. Well, we'll, we'll um, I can say dive, actually, because you're a goalkeeper. So that works quite well, doesn't it? Um, we'll dive into that later on. But normally when we, uh, we start the show off, Nathan loves to give us uh, what's happened in the world of... Uh, well, in the world of sport on this day. And I'm scrolling through my notes and I've put it together the wrong way. So the first one I've got for you is... Um, do you ever, have you ever watched any cricket? Do you know what cricket is? I have never watched, to be serious with you, yeah. but it would be interesting to to start playing by myself yeah. during well, I'll give you, you give, you, give, you, give you a few uh, give you a few bits on it. But here's an interesting one for you: What's the longest losing streak? I have no idea. Right. So Northampton, which is my would be my home county. Okay, they went between 1935 and 1939 and they lost 99 matches in a row not with the same team though right I mean that's well you've got to be like if you lose enough matches you've got to be kicking everyone out it must have been, ter- must be. been some turnover. number of players I, well, at some point you've got to blame the GM right <laughs> after, after two games I, I start like being angry <laughs> yeah. exhausted so if yeah. I would four, lose like four years losing streak um, this one might relate to yourself a bit Andrea um being a goalkeeper, um, and this isn't to take anything away from you, but you can play a lot, a lot, um, a lot older, can't you? You can play till you're a lot older as a goalkeeper. Yes. Um, but in 1995, there was a fella who uh, played for Man City, and he was 43. You'd take that, wouldn't you? If you could play till you're 43 at the top level, if I can play until 43, like it would be a dream, you know. I, nowadays, I think Buffon is playing with. 42 or 43 yeah. in Italy. So yeah. if I can... Well, was it Foster for Wrexham he came in? 38? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was... Yeah. Uh, save the two, did he yes. save two penalties? Yeah, well, on the subject of Wrexham, we'll get into that later on. Did you just... Obviously, they've got all the, the kudos because they, they got promoted. But Notts County, 
who uh, finished uh, below them, finished second. Now, normally, we, we spoke about this earlier, mm-hmm. normally um, only the, the obviously top of the stack, you're automatically promoted, but they had to take a different route. But their points total, 107 points, would have seen them promoted in any other season ever. You'd be absolutely livid about that. But they have got promoted now, which is, you know, fair play to them, even without the backing of um, with uh, Netflix. Here's quite a funny one. Arsenal in 2018, right? They finished in sixth place on 63 points. It's quite a turnaround. They're not going to win it this year. I'm fairly confident that. But, you know, it's quite a turnaround in five, uh, in five seasons to go from, you know, being outside of Champions League football to now pushing for the uh, top. What's your, uh, what club did you support growing up? Uh, FC Porto in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, as, I, as I said before, I have Portuguese roots, um, so I support FC Porto, and I really like Real Madrid. So uh, I'm a, a little bit of glory support. What about you, Gavin? Yeah. You support? Uh, well, it's, it's been Spurs, mate. Oh, Spurs. My local team was Wimbledon, but I'd opted. That Spurs was, back in the day, Vinnie Jones and all back that. That was it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, Vinnie Jones, John Fashioni. Um, I forget the goalie's name, Bees, Beasley or something. Yeah, I, I did like them. Yeah, they came to my school once, John Fashioning. Oh, really? Yes, mate. Do, you, do, you, do you know who Vinnie Jones is? No? Vinny, Vinnie Jones? No. No? Well, so you probably he, know him as a movie star. Yeah, now. yeah. He's more, of a, he's more of an actor now, but he used to play um, for a club called Wimbledon. And they, were, they weren't particularly talented, but they were hard as nails. This is when you could be a, li- a little bit more naughty, it would it be fair to say, when like, you were playing football. He, he was a hitman, basically. Yeah. I mean, he was just, one, whoever man. the best player was, yeah. like there's, there's uh, videos of him running around just chopping people like Roy Keane and stuff, doesn't care. And <laughs> just, just a different breed, weren't they? And then one for you. Happy birthday today to um, Dennis Rodman. Dennis. He's one of my favourite players. I love Dennis. Absolutely. Right. Have you have you you seen the last dance, the basketball, the yes, Chicago Bulls? Yes, very cool. Yes, yes. The story about him going on the lash for forty eight hours in Vegas and then rocking up, crushing the fitness test. I know, brilliant. Love to hear it. Love yes. to hear it. Um, Andrea, we're going to um, get going with this then. What, how the hell do you you know grow up being a goalkeeper? Were you always a goalkeeper or? It's, that's a weird story because um, I started with four years playing football and we had no goalkeeper and our coach at the time he had like gloves in the training and he just asked who wants to go to the goal and I just looked at the gloves and I thought I want to be different I want these gloves you know and I just took the gloves went to the goal and I had some quality and I stayed until today, I stayed in the goal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the story started with gloves and yeah. I wanted to be different. So yeah. I just thought to myself, you need these gloves. To it's be a tough spot, isn't it? It's a tough <laughs> spot because normally nobody wants to go in goal, do they? Yeah. Which, you know, what about your goal kicks? Because normally when I was playing football back in the day, our goalkeeper was crap at doing the goal kicks. To get goal kicks so, and goalie, right? Yeah, it, it wasn't, you know, you could be playing striker or something, yeah. but if you had the biggest kick, you were coming back to take the goal kicks and yeah. stuff like that. I have to say... You, you it know, doesn't still happen, does it? <laughs> in a technical point of view, I, 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 I'm not bad, but uh, I still prefer to play with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my feet, I think, yeah, I can participate. <laughs> so you obviously are, you know, you're, you're from Ettelbrook originally. Um, we'll get onto the Etzella thing at another time. Um, how long have you been at Petange now? Is this your third season, did yes, you say? exactly. And I just extended my contract for three more years. So uh, oh, very good. And congratulations, Happy days. Thank Happy you. Days. Normally you get currency when you come on here, but you've already done that, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so how often are you training? Uh, 
like five five times a week. So uh, the second day after after match day, uh, it's our rest day. So, so Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow okay. We are going to do some, um, yeah, some a little bit of a training for those who didn't play today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then we just train Saturday morning, um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, sometimes during the season uh, on Wednesday we train twice, so in the morning and in the afternoon. But as the season now is like finished for us, so uh, we are in fourth and we cannot uh, go down or go up. Um, I think You've done the hard bit, haven't you? Sort exactly. of get into that position. Exactly. So now the trainings in the morning, um, like they were suspended because I think there is no no reason behind this training. You know. So are you um, are you full time then? Are you? Yes, yeah. uh, yes, yes. And how much of your squad are full-time? Is the whole squad full-time or is it? Yes, we have a lot of players uh, full-time. I think we have like two or three that are working um, and still they have like an easy work. They can um, come to training. Sort of like a, part, a part-time yes, job sort exactly. of thing. Yes. Okay, okay, that's quite interesting. And looking at the BGL League, is that the same? Are all the teams professional or are some of them semi-professional or fully amateur? Or No, I ha- uh, we have... Uh, I think we are the only team that has uh, so much professionals uh, with Hesperange, Dudelange, yeah. uh, maybe Niederkorn, but I don't know the uh, the players there. But uh, most of the teams, they are like semi-professional. Um, if I think now Edelbrück, uh, Hostert, uh, Mondercange, these little teams compared to the top four, I think there are a lot of players who, who have to work because they cannot live uh, without this income. Mm. So at what point you, you I mean you, you you said to us that you you know you got the goal you got the gloves off the goal off the off the coach and sort of got into it but at what point did you think yeah this is what I want to do this is what I want my career to be I want to be a professional footballer So as I was growing up uh, when I went to tournaments with like 8 9 years I was uh, always winning uh, like best goalkeeper of the tournament and this got like an extra motivation to me like I think that is my position and then with uh, 10 years, I was called up to the national team uh, where I did also my whole uh, my whole formation. So from 10 years until 19, I was playing for all under categories. So for the un- underage group, okay. And I was even called to the under 21 two years ago. So uh, yeah, when I, when I went uh, to the national team and when I received all these awards in the tournaments, I just told myself, I think that is my position. Yeah. So, uh, but what would you do if you didn't play football then? I think I would have played tennis. <laughs> I like tennis. Yeah. So uh, when I I have some friends who play tennis and I always uh, t- tell them, can I come and play a little yeah, bit yeah, with yeah. you? Because I like I liked the sport. And I think I would have played tennis. I don't know why. What about, <laughs> you, what about you, Gav? What would your second sport be? I would have played football for sure, mate. For sure. What position would you have oh, been? Sweeper. I would have been sweeper, but I would have pushed forward. I would have scored a few goals. <laughs> Penalty taken for sure. That no, fair enough. I don't know what my second sport would be. None of us said get a real job, did we? We no, both no, no. said we'll do another sport. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it's not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're sitting at a desk, you know. Um, you said about the under twenty ones. Um, is that is that a goal further down the line to play for the full national team with Luxembourg? Of course, or? of course. I think every player has this dream to play for his country. You know. Um, I'm very proud to be a Luxembourgish citizen and I want one day to be called up, but 
I know that there are some goalkeepers that also has have these qualities to play for the national team. So um, I don't uh, like only think about the national team. I, I just let the things happen. But uh, yes, it's it's an objective. Would you ever play abroad? Yes, if they have the opportunity. Yes, I when I was younger, like eighteen years, I could have. Um, gone to um, Elversberg in Germany okay uh, but then I had some issues with Attelbrück they uh, yeah it was difficult to make the change because I was on the contract and they wanted to keep me so uh, we didn't find an, an, an like an agreement to, to let me go but uh, yes it's all, also something that I want to happen <laughs> so here's, here's a funny one I did a bit of digging a lot of objectives <laughs> yeah. I did a bit of digging about our guest this evening and went on a website called Transfer Market where you can get stats and stuff really? okay. right. now it says you've got one red card Two. <laughs> oh, two. Okay. Update well, the website. Yeah, exactly. If, if you go to Transfermarkt, you'll you'll like this goalkeeper is crazy. But so, so uh, is it for descent or did you take someone down? No, the first one. It was last year. The first one is a regular. Yeah. 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 The first one was last year. Like um, I touched the ball with the hands outside of the box, um, but I had to do it because it was like. Um, I do the the foul or he he will score. Yeah. So I just thought to myself, no, do the foul. <laughs> and I had one game. And this year, um, I had uh, a player like a long ball who was coming. I came out of my goal with my knee like to protect me. And unfortunately, I hit the player. But it was like not with it was not my intention to to hit the player. It, it was him or you, right? Yes. And um, unfortunately, the the referee classified this fold as an aggression and I had three games uh, really and yeah that was hard for me because I, I thought to myself it was really not my intention yeah, yeah, I yeah. told him like I'm so sorry but yeah I just played the ball and he like crashed in me but yeah now I, I can't change it now I mean but, I've, uh, I've that was uh, that was a hard time I, I got sent I've been sent off once embarrassingly and I nearly took the pull it was just a mistimed thing and I needed the pull bloke's head off um, playing rugby Gav when we go to basketball, basketball's a bit different because it's not like we see a yellow or a red card. But what what is the equivalent of that in basketball? It's an ejection. I've been ejected as well. I don't yeah. doubt it, Gavin. I watched you in the cup final. You know, you no, get quite not, animated. Not on as there. a coach, no. Never been ejected as a coach. Many, many technical fouls. Um, but uh, you know, for talking too much, except being passionate, I like to call it. Uh, but as a player, I was ejected once. Yeah. What for? I'm not going to tell you. Mate. No. <laughs> is there a bit of history leading up to it? Do you know what? I'll ask you after yeah, the show. Yeah. About well, it. yeah, you can ask me afterwards. Yeah, it's not too bad. but yeah. I mean, if, if, if you get ejected, what is that? Because basketball, you play a lot of games over the course of the year, don't you? So what is that, you know, in terms of a, a ban? Is it five games, three games, one game? What is it? It can be one game if it, if you've got, you know, it can be one game, it can be a number of games. It's, it's really up to the, the judges. It depends what you did, to be honest. If it's, you know, you've got a couple of technical files for dissent, then, you you know, you might get a game or nothing. It depends what you said. Or it could be, you know, we've got one player in the league now that's uh, banned for like six games for, you know, a little headbutt. Really? Yeah. It's, it's not one of your players. Not it? one of my players, but it was against one of my players. So. <laughs> so, um, I mean, yeah. so I try and try and make this something I can relate to. Have you ever seen a? You'll soon notice I talk about films all the time. That's all I talk about. Semi Pro with um, Will Ferrell. Oh yeah. 
That's a good one. Go. What's that's his, your homework. What's his name? Jackie Moon. Oh, yeah, Jackie just, Moon. Just, just <laughs> so good. Because I, yeah. I'm really. I'm gonna send I, you a list, mate. I'll send you yeah, a list of stuff to watch. It's basically I'm, reading. But, but there's a bit I'm, where I'm um, really bad with films. Oh, mate, like this. you'll I'm sort so it out. So Coming on this show, you got to sort <laughs> it out. There's a bit in that where he basically um, he gets into it with the referee and uh, basically takes the ball off the ref and hoofs it into the crowd yeah. and says, "That's your head next time." <laughs> You know, what sort of ban are you looking at for something like well, that? I think you're in big trouble for that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you might be looking at a six-month ban for that. Oh, brutal, brutal. Um, where's the best place you've played then, Andrea? Uh, the best place I play. Best stadium, best pitch? I think... Apart from where, Petange, obviously. Yes, I think where I played um, personally, I think it was once with the national team in Nancy. We played in a 30,000 stadium. Um, so there was no one <laughs> yeah. but uh, the fact uh, of playing in a stadium you know of 30,000 people who can come um, that was a, a good experience now if you ask me the best game that I ever played I'd say uh, Luxembourg against England under 19 yeah. uh, how many, how many did was, we win was by? that in Luxembourg was that in England it was in Macedonia because it was for the um, it was the qualifiers for the Euro Euro uh, European Championship yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, we played in Macedonia yeah it was the first game of the group and we lost 4-0 okay. but um, Bukayo Saka was playing um, there were a lot of players who now like play Premier League there was uh, Luke Thomas if I'm right from Leicester City right. and uh, that was the best game that I ever yeah, played great experience group. right yeah, yeah that was really great yeah. obviously you're a you, you are a a genuine, I guess, product of the system in Luxembourg. You know, you're, you're obviously from here. You've come up through the ranks. You know, the goal is to then kick on to the full national team. Is there any advice you'd pass on to any any younger listener or aspiring goalkeeper? You know, given what you've learnt so far, maybe, you know, decisions or mistakes you might have made or is there anything you would pass on? Um, a big advice that I can give to these young um, players who are coming now and even now that like the Luxembourg Federation is like growing up, it's different from my time like five, six years ago, um, is to never give up because um, I had personally also one like one year time where things were not going well and uh, I went to school, then I went to the trainings, then came home like at 10 o'clock uh, in, the, in the evening and um, I was not playing a lot in the national team. Um, and I just have this advice to never give up, go through uh, hard times. Are the struggle, coming. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, these are coming. It's part of the process. And I have a lot of friends who just gave up. They just told, no, I'm coming every day here. I'm training here and I don't play. So I'm just stopping. And they went to the, to the office of the coach. He said, coach, I'm not coming anymore. And um, yeah, of course, I also had the chance to have some support at home from my parents and so on. But still... I think um, never give up and listen to the coaches, um, learn from your mistakes. Um, these are the advices that I want to, to give them because the rest they have, they have so uh, the quality to play, um, the, the pitches at the training ground are like perfect and yeah, just the rest. Uh, so that's something you'd, you'd certainly I second it, that with the, that, it's that struggle, isn't it, that you need as a youngster, I think you have to go through. I think it's patience. I think the younger generation exactly. now, they want instant success. Yeah. They put in a little bit of work and they want a lot of success. I'm like, the success will come, but it may take 
not a one month or one year. It may take five years. It, it's a long process because you've got to remember those people in front of you who have been doing it for longer than you, yeah. they're not willing to give up their spot. And you have to work and you have to beat them out of, of spot. And I said it before, you, you hit the nail on the head. Patience, perseverance, and work hard. Never, ever give up, yeah, no yeah. no matter what. If you're good enough and you dedicate yourself, your time will come. So it's a bit cliche, isn't it? But it's how bad you want it at the end of the day, you know? Sure, what you're willing to give up. Yeah. Like, are you willing to sacrifice the parties? Are you willing to sacrifice, you know, you know, some of the things you love to do, et cetera, et cetera, um, holidays? And um, if you if you are, then, uh, you know, you'll get what you deserve. Just on uh, staying on football, if you could change any rule in football, what would it be? Up, and it can't be that goalkeepers can't get sent off, okay? Fly goalie. Yeah. <laughs> in general or here in Luxembourg? Just, oh, that's interesting. Both. In general, what would it be? In general, um, I think maybe it has something to do with uh, like time loss. You know, a lot of teams uh, lose a lot Wasting of time. Wasting time, yeah. yeah it's a it waste a lot of time. You know, They're happy to take the yellow card at the yes, end of the game. There must be a rule. I don't know. Maybe that, um, like they did at the World Cup, like... 20 minutes additional time or something like that you know but could they, stop the, could they stop the clock that they're doing yes. basketball for the last five minutes of the game or something, something like, that? like that that's quite a cool one actually yeah you oh, know because you see it all the time where they just sit there somebody takes a yellow card and then oh they change the free kick taker yeah. and all that that sort of stuff but what about in Luxembourg then what rule would you um, would you see is, changed there is a lot changing now for the next season so we have 18 players um, like on the on the match on seat, the match, you know. For, yeah. Uh, until now, we have we are sixteen, so you just have five, five players at, uh, as substitutes. Uh, it's changing now, um, but one rule maybe that I would change here in in Luxembourg is uh, that there need to be uh, some kind of ambulance at the games because uh, there is uh, no one at the BGL games. So, for example, if there is a problem, I don't know. I'm like going down. I'm like going to give you an example of like extreme yeah uh, like a heart attack or yeah like defib like and you stuff know, like that yeah you know, let's imagine you have no one with first aid at the ground and the time that they need to come uh, and you know what i mean in in any country in in, in the world I, I think there is that's no, fairly old school is, isn't it coming yeah, up to speed there is no like game that. there is no game without police and without ambulance police i would not like no, i don't think you need that here I, but you definitely need, that here, you need but, somebody a uh, medic but, or but something, a doctor. We need like if you play the cup final or uh, an important game they will be there but i think we need them um constantly consistency in, in, yeah 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 oh, okay. every game and what about are there any other any other random rules that have been no, brought if, in like two months ago, I would I would tell uh, the rule of the substitutes, but it's changing. So, yeah. uh, so, so how many that. substitutes you, uh, will you be allowed then? You get five, uh, but you can make three. Is that right? Yes, at the moment Just we only four fingers can do three, there. But I think next season we can do five. But you also have like uh, three players more on the bench. Okay. So oh. um, until now it was not like this. I don't know why, but uh, they are changing. That's yeah, a good, that's good that's stuff. Good, uh, See, it's not, it's not all serious here. We're uh, myself and obviously Nathan, who's not here this evening, but Gavlar is uh, is jumping in from one of the questions we always ask our guests when they come on. Is uh, you've watched the boxing, you've watched the UFC. Uh, and he always complains when I don't talk about the darts as well. And they get to walk out to a piece of music that would obviously, you know, get the crowd going. So let's imagine football changes and the team, you don't walk out um, as a team anymore. You get to walk out individually. What music would you have playing when you walk out to play? Uh, that's a good question. But I think I would maybe play um, a Belgian uh, singer uh, called Soprano. He has a really great music offer. 
I really like that music. It really inspires me, you know, when I go to the games and um, it motivates me a lot. So uh, we might have yeah. to Google that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I know, what what sure. kind of genre is that? Are we talking like dance? Is it, is it rap, rap dance? What, what, what is what it? Are we talking about opera? It's, uh, like like rap, but not the the rap that the rap that uh, like uh, every. Um, adolescent is uh, like listening yeah it's not, not too different. heavy it's like a bit more, more mature yes it's like um, rap with um, not rock but you know this R&B this, uh, kind of a lot thing? of beats you know yeah yeah okay alright we're a bit older aren't we mate? We're not, I'm not well me I'm not too sure about it yeah. Wait, what was your one Robbie Williams wasn't it? let it was me let, entertain you it was the teams one yeah we ran out to let me entertain you Robbie what Williams. would your music be oh god I, don't ask me that I have no idea I don't know the name of anything I, like, I know when I hear something I like but I wouldn't even know who sings it to be honest Oh. There we go. We'll come. We'll come back to that later on in the show. As always, this is our international, um, our sports show. So we'll try and, uh, you know, pile through the main uh, sports events that are going on or have gone on this weekend. Uh, we obviously, obviously, talk, uh, we talked about Wrexham and Notts County. They have now been promoted, which is, uh, you know, great to see. Obviously, without I'll stop saying obviously without the help of uh, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> as Wrexham did. Um, Southampton have been relegated. That's a big name to be relegated. 11 years they've been wow. in the Premiership, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, well, if you deserve it, you know. But that is rough, isn't it? Who else was relegated? I don't know. There's there's a couple of other teams who can still... Yeah, you really know, it's mathematically, I think, right. ever, you know, there's about three or four of them yeah, at the I bottom. Leeds United, if yeah. they lose the next game, they will be relegated. That two big names, eh? Yeah, but, well, but Leeds were out of the Prem for a long time, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah. went down before. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Wrexham, only a few years, they'll be there. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I don't doubt it. You've, um, got to give Ryan, you've got to give Ryan a call. <laughs> don't play for Deadpool. Amazing, right? <laughs> well, he's, hasn't he got somebody... I think Ben Foster's getting a cameo in the next one or something stupid. Yes, yeah, I really? just wanted to tell you, I, I like uh, ben, uh, ben Foster's camera. I... Yeah. I have a camera at home, uh, a GoPro. I'm currently watching to put it also behind the goal because yeah. I think you can even uh, analyze your game. So you really, can that's great. It. That's yeah. great. So that's a good coaching. And tool maybe for you can. Uh, I can start my YouTube career like him. <laughs> that's where it is these days. Got to monetize it. Got to monetize it. <laughs> he took them to Vegas, right? He took them all expenses. Oh, it's great. But do you know what? I was a bit upset about it. To be honest, he didn't take the manager. And I thought if that was me, that's just out of The manager's probably getting the boot, mate. That's out of order. Somebody else did that. that. Do you know, that is the worry for some of the guys on that team. They're really celebrating. They're in Vegas. But some of those guys, you know, they've got them there. But they probably won't be in the team moving forward, will yeah. they? That always happens. You mate, know, you feel bad mate. for those yeah. guys, right? Because you've yeah. got to upgrade, add your squad. And they're cheering. And they're in Vegas having a great time right now at the blackjack tables. But maybe, maybe they're not there next year. Yeah. Rough. Nature of the beast, isn't right. it? It is indeed. Pro sport. Um, yeah. Um, golf. Golf is great. Yeah, do you watch, have you watched Full Swing yet? Uh, no, on Netflix? No. Right, that's more homework you've got okay. to do. I've started I've watching it. List, I will right? just, no, yeah, you give me the list after. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the the big thing about Full Swing, it's this, you've heard of Live Golf and what's happening with that. So you've got the PGA Tour and Live Golf have come mm-hmm. to the table and like the cheddar that Mega has been bucks, thrown yeah. around. Mega it's, bucks. um, but what I like about this this documentary, so they had Poulter, Ian Poulter, who's quite a famous uh, English golfer. He was on, he's playing crap, like he's, he's not qualifying for majors, so he won't come out and say it. But Dustin Johnson, on the other hand, he's just like, play less golf, more money. <laughs> yeah, no brainer. I don't know what why you can't come out and say that. Yeah, you know? we don't like it. Sponsors don't like it, do they? You know... Sponsors don't like it. That's a big thing. But obviously, you've got this Live Golf, which is obviously backed by the 
the, uh, it's the Saudi investment fund, isn't it? Yeah. So there's all this uh, these issues around human rights and stuff like that. So it's if you watch, if you go back and watch some of the interviews, the press conferences, like, mate, they really go for Westwood and Poulter and saying if Putin was playing a golf tournament, would you go and play? And they're like, I'm not even going to answer that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's but, it, just, but you've got to understand, it's people's jobs. You know, they don't make those rules there. And where the golf is, you know... If, most of them will go and play, right? Have, has anybody said no? Well, I think they 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 pay you like a signing on fee mm. of x x number of million. I know some of the big boys like Mickelson, I think, got two hundred, um, and uh, Dustin Johnson got one hundred and fifty. I heard Tiger Woods was offered seven hundred million. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's monopoly money, isn't it? I mean, it, it? It depends where you are in your career as well, doesn't it? If you've got seven hundred million in the bank, you can say no and look great, right? But if you don't and you've just started out and someone says there's a hundred million, you're like, well, I'll go for a week, I'm yeah. good for life, you know what I mean? They were saying, I think some of them earn more by signing on than they have their whole careers. At well, the- they're going to do it. It's not their fault that it's, that, you know, whatever's going on. It, it's it's a very tough decision. I think it's, it's tough for them to answer those questions as well because maybe they don't know what is, what is going on there. Here's another random one for you. We touched on this beforehand about drug taking in sport and obviously talk going into transgender you know it's a topic we will we will come back to so in athletics at the moment there's this um doping so it's called the Rochenkov anti-doping act which has been passed which allows u.s authorities to prosecute individuals who are actually involved of the distribution and administering these drugs which is sounds like it should be happening anyway but a lot of the time it's just the athletes who are held accountable so there's this chap out in America so he's basically looking at 10 years in prison um, he's pleaded guilty to supplying performance enhancing drugs to Olympic athletes um, so this the, the, this has really come into um, come sort of come to come to the fore because there was a Nigerian sprinter called Blessing Okobar who was banned from athletics for 11 years um, which you know I I'm a big fan of the, these these long bands. Like if you break the rules and stuff like that, because <laughs> sports should be fair at the end of the day, shouldn't it? Yeah. But like if you know these guys who uh, we, I've I've done the have you done the Allad stuff as well? The uh, the drug testing is it? Do, uh, do you have to do it as part of the BGO? No, no, no. We so, have to do the wafer check, but yeah, it isn't. So obviously you've got Allad, which is the the doping agency in Luxembourg, and it's it's really thorough. But if you're naughty, you're only really looking at two to four years. Right. Which you know, Justin Gatlin, obviously hundred meter sprinter. It's not a huge amount of time. You've got to ban them for life straight away. You know, if they willingly, if they knowingly, it's a situation we talked about this before. If they knowingly do it and they cheat, I think it should just be banned for life. Period. But if it's in a drink, you know, accidentally, you'd be able to prove that, wouldn't you? If it was accidental, there was was once a a goalkeeper who is now at Inter Milan, uh, Onana. Um, He he had like headaches. Um, His girlfriend gave him uh, like a um, how you call it uh, a medicament. uh, Yeah, like uh, aspirin or paracetamol or something like that. And um, I think that was like on Monday. And on Wednesday he did the the doping control and he was like positive. And he was banned, I think, for two years. And See, that's you know, ridiculous. That, that, that's ridiculous yeah, because ridiculous. he didn't know that, you know. But um, nowadays, uh, I thought now uh, for Petanche, our um, our staff tells us if you get sick, 
just write us because um, we are going to tell you what you can take, what you can't, can't take. take yeah. Because some of the of this, um, I mean, that's part of being a professional, though, isn't it? Is. it? Yeah. You're yeah. you you know, right? I'm ill, but I need to know what I can take or what I can't take yeah. to uh, to go through that. Now, I've got a little story on cycling, and that's gonna. Uh, move into another topic which Gaz I know you're frothing at the mouth to get into so Irishman Ben Healy has won the 8th stage of the Giro d'Italia um, and that's his first stage win of his career um, he was part of a 12 man breakaway on the 207 kilometre stage from Terni to Fossenbronn um, yeah they basically broke away with about 50k to go um, and he won by a minute and 49 seconds which is uh, is a big old lead but here's the interesting one so since Sika Cycling have parted ways with their director Inga Thompson due to her views on transgender she is opposed transgender women competing in elite female sport and on Sunday told female cyclists to start taking the knee in protest she's basically come out and said um She's really, um, she's really anti it. But she came out and said, "I was so excited for the maiden voyage and launch of Sinsica," um, and then paused and says, "But unfortunately, it's become the Titanic." <laughs> wow, ouch! That's <laughs> pretty harsh. It's pretty but, um, savage. Um, yeah, um, she's 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 been a big advocate of the UCI to establish an open category in cycling, which would allow transgender athletes to compete. Um, but I mean, she, she's obviously talking about the UCI reviewing their their transgender policy. This has obviously come recently. There's someone called Austin Killips who became the first transgender cyclist to win a uh, UCI women's stage race. Well, I think what she was doing was brilliant, right? She said, right, I don't agree with this, but let's look at another way that we can be super inclusive and have that, uh, an, another category. Excellent. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? I mean, I think that when we speak about it, my focus is on those people, the, the young ladies that have been training for 20 years, and then all of a sudden they're on the podium in second place or we just not on it. the podium or not on the podium yeah. or now I'm not going to the Olympics I miss out the cup because somebody else was in there that's been in it in the competition for a year but they're the same age as me but I've been doing it for 20 years so I understand it's controversial and as you pointed out it'd be great to get somebody on the show um to be able to so we can understand it a little bit enlighten us yeah you know. brilliant right it'd be great but I'd be amazing to have that conversation because you know like you said enlighten us but I, I do disagree with it because right now it's becoming we've got swimming we've seen it swimming um, uh, cycling at UFC I mean it's yeah, it's a t touchy subject, but I I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I think this uh, all this stuff, like like you said, you know, where a lot of endurance is required, you know, a lot of muscles need to work. I think that's um, a little bit unfair because there are others training for 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 a long time. You know, f like it's it's crazy, but um, and that's like what that, you've got to focus yeah, on that yeah, that those other people. Yeah, yeah, you know. of course, there needs to be I don't know uh, some kind of. Uh, rules or i don't know but i think it's it's, it's, a, it's an interesting case study I, I i'm compared this to rugby as i do so in rugby the residency rule has changed so it used to be three years but they changed it to five years because you wanted you know if you wanted to move to canada and you wanted to play for canada you could do it in three seasons that as a career move uh, is, is fairly reasonable as a sportsman to take on a three-year contract at a club. But then to take on a five-year, that's 
you know that's a it's big co- it's chunk commitment isn't it that's yeah. a big chunk of your professional career mm. and i would i would compare it to this so just to give this a bit of context the uci requires transgender women to suppress their testosterone levels to 2.5 nanomoles per liter for a 24 month period before they can compete in um in a female event um it, they've obviously said um um, it's going to evolve. It was originally set at five nanomoles, so they've they've cut it in half. But then this is to take away nothing from um, people who want to compete in transgender sport. But if you are that serious about making the transition, and you still want to uh, pursue your sporting career at the high level. Should you do it five years? Should it be seven years? Do you know what I mean? If you are, there should be a longer, you know, a longer period. A longer period. I, I do, do you know what I mean? I do get, seven might be a little bit too long. But, but you see what, you see what I'm, yeah, you see what yeah. I'm moving towards? No, for sure. But like I said before, it'd be great to be, it'd be great to be more educated on the subject. You know, I'd love to speak to someone about it, but I think like, you're right, maybe a little bit longer. What is it now? Two years. Two years. It's not, yeah. very, it's, it's not very long. Uh, two years isn't, isn't very long, is it? But I think five would be, would be, Good. But then uh, that's a long time too. It's a very difficult subject. I understand why it's it causes a lot of con- controversy for sure. I think um, having a point of view like you mentioned would be great because then you can see the two sides, you know, and then find mm. a certain balance of it. So well, you know yourself, it depends what uh, news article or media outlet you read it on to see if it's gonna <laughs> which yeah. which way it's which um, way it's gonna swing. No, for sure. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult, but. Um, Gav, here's one for you. Basketball. So, do you remember the story around Brittany Garner? I do, yeah. So she was the um, American, she was a superstar in America, wasn't she? And she went in the off-season to play in Russia. And then as she was coming back from Russia, she got found with cannabis in her, I think it was in one of her recovery pens or something, was it? Was canisters? It? Yeah, it was... Um, smoke vapour? Yeah, yeah, something? Some, something along those lines. Obviously, mm. you know, that um, has become a big part of recovery for a lot of athletes these days. But she's actually played for the first time since leaving prison in Russia in a pre-season match for the Phoenix Mercury. She's 32. She spent 10 months in Russian custody for possessing cannabis oil. Um, she but, said she'd never leave the country again to play. Uh, you wouldn't no, no, never would you? no country anywhere she's like that's it for me I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're home and you're staying home yeah. um she was obviously uh she was it was a high i guess a high profile prisoner exchange because they um they actually exchanged her for a guy who was being held in custody in the u.s called victor boot and he was he's basically a um wasn't he the lord of war or yeah something yeah like? he's, a, he's a russian arms dealer mm-hmm. so he's pretty high profile to to do something like that. Obviously, she was roared onto the court and played for 17 minutes and scored with her first two-point shot. Um, she had been playing in the Russian Premier League but was um, arrested in uh, uh, Moscow Airport. Um, she pleaded guilty and was actually sentenced to nine years in prison. Nine, nine years? Oh, that's savage, isn't I mean, it? She did, she did break the law, the, the Russian laws, so I expect some punishment, maybe a fine, but nine years is a bit harsh, but it's all uh, political, uh, isn't it? Uh, it is political because it's sort of getting in. This all ties in with all the stuff with Ukraine and stuff like that. Yeah. Doesn't well, it? look, well, they got one of their guys back, like uh, you know, an arms dealer. Back. Is is he actually the Lord of War? Have you watched that film as well, Nicholas Cage? With Nicholas Cage, isn't it? That's another so, one for you, Andrea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, in a moment, <laughs> yeah. mate. It's it's like, that scene where he says, "In a moment, someone's going to you're people that's going to knock on that door and get me out of it." It's like, oh wow, that's good. Ultimate, ultimate, yeah. um, <laughs> ultimate confidence, um, Andrea. What's we've got you here maybe you could help us explain how it works with the 
with the Champions League, the Europa League qualifiers then? Because you've got... Yeah, let's go through this. So we've got Hesperange, who uh, will be playing... Uh, Champions, Champions League. Champions League qualifiers. Yeah. You've then got Doudelange, and they'll play Europa League uh, qualifiers? They, uh, like two years ago, yes. But now with the new competition, Conference League, um, the coefficient of Luxembourg is uh, not so high. Yeah. That means that the sec- second and third of the Bejeer League play the Conference League. Okay, and then if we go a little bit even further than that... The winner of the Luxembourg Cup. Or the fourth. Or the fourth. <laughs> okay. So, who are the two teams in the final? It is Mersch and... Differange. Differange. Or Mesh, as I keep... A couple of the kids I wind up at school, I will say they play at Mesh. Okay. So, what? how does it work? Because you guys are in fourth at the moment. How does it work for you guys to end up playing European football? What do you need to go your way? Uh, that's... Uh it's an easy way, but it turned out to be difficult. I don't know why. So uh, we just needed that one of the first three uh, of the championship win the cup. Uh, unfortunately, Hesperange lost against Differdange. Niederkorn lost against Differdange. And Dudelange lost against Rospot. So our, all of our hopes were like uh, killed. And uh, now we have a little bit of a hope because uh, there is Mersch uh, playing the final. Um, I don't know if they are going to get the license to play UEFA. Um, in a personal point of view, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do hope that they win. Um, but yeah, I don't know because we all love underdog stories. So uh, yeah, sure. That's not uh, and is that that's that's not personal that against Ifanange. It's just the underdog story that I would love to happen. But because uh, I was reading that nobody are they the first team from the second not from the first division to reach the cup final since uh, 2005 no. No, I think Anthony Perez you. has joined us he's shaking his head yeah. talk to me bring me up to speed Anthony Andrea Andrea Anthony nice to, to meet, meet you properly <laughs> after the show yeah Anthony bring us up to speed please if I if I ain't wrong I think it was in 2003 where what where there was a final with uh, Zebra yeah. which played in the third division back then it's so, can I can I jump in quickly? Exactly, yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Can I jump in here quickly? So I know Gav. Gav will back me up here. I know there is a rule in basketball, or, and, and and it's the same in volleyball. Where if your team is from a lower division, and you get to you know you play against the team above you, they essentially play against you with a handicap. So we were talking about this before how you could play in the final of the basketball, and would have. Uh, how much is it? It's like ten points, twenty oh, points, or something. It's ridiculous. It's if you're if you're in the second league and you're playing against the first league, you get like a ten ten point lead. Yeah. If you're in the third league, you'd get a twenty point lead. Well, so you could lose the match by nineteen points. No, you can win. You can win the game by nineteen, but actually lose by one. <sighs> well, the only reason I'm asking you is, it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, like, percent. So it's that happens ridiculous. in. I know it happens in basketball, and I know it happens in volleyball really? as well. It can't happen in football, it though, can it? It is not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, no one likes it. The winning, t- the, the, the team that gets the 10 points doesn't want it because it's embarrassing. We don't want it. Mm-hmm. And the other team thinks it's stupid too. So please, are you listening? Please get rid of it. Somebody. <laughs> but is this, is this due to a gap between the clubs? Well, it's, it's like a perceived, it's a perceived or, difference in or, level of ability, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I get it, but that's the point. It's sport. You can't know. Yeah, that's not... Team that wins on the day. No one around this round table agrees with it. All right, (laughs) so let's get rid of it. We we have spoken. Anthony, BGL League Roundup, what have you got for us? How to start it? 
With a little bit of sadness, I've got to announce... I know what you're going to say, because I looked at the league table. Hosh <laughs> yeah. start, they're gone, aren't they? You haven't seen another post yet. You didn't? No. Ah. I've got to announce that after their defeat against Defedon, at the Bricks 3-0 win against Truassen, that for the first time since a promotion in 2017, US hosts are relegated of the BGL League. After getting only four points in 2023 and not winning once since December 2022, it's a logical consequence and most of most of it it's diverse. Uh diverse. Deserved, sorry. And yeah, hoping to see him back to see them back very quickly in the national division, but it was a catastrophic season for them. I was watching I I went to one game, it was enough for me. It was I don't know. I it had to happen. It had to happen. So are they? So they're gone. Who are the other two looking at going down? Ooh, then? I have I have some big speech for you about it. Uh, what didn't What didn't work for Horsard worked for the other teams who are currently fighting against relegation. Uh, as I already mentioned, Atterbrick, uh, which I said a few weeks ago, were dead. Celebrated a big win against Strassen and need to win against Petos. To to secure the location, well, I've heard I've heard on the great point that Petons just stopped training anyway. Yeah. At this point, this is inside info. <laughs> the bookies don't know. It. Yeah, the twenty-year-old Lucas Ferreira managed to score hat-trick in that game. Remember the name, Lucas Ferreira. On the other hand, Monterich uh, defeated Petons four-one and are leaving the relegation zone, leaving their thirteenth uh, place to Fuller Esch, who only drew against Racing, and they are facing Rossbar next week. Who lost to Kerjing 2-1. It was finally Kerjing's first win of the year thanks to Matthias Jenisch and Ivan Albanese who were the goal scorers. And with the title race already being decided, I'm going quickly through the other results who, which we have Dudelong against Fils 1-1, Jeunesse Esch Swift Hespanch 1-1 and Mondorf Niederkorn 0-1 and Niederkorn were moving on the second place now, leaving Dudelong on the third place. And now we have the relegation race between Kersing, Atterbrick, Fulham, and Monterich. And that's how the teams are going to be safe next season. We've got Kersing, and they, they can only hope for the relegation playoffs if they win. They have to win against Wills, and Atterbrick loses to Petanche. Atterbrick can only hope for the relegation playoffs if they win against Petanche. In case of a loss, they've got to hope that Kersing lose their game as well. For the club from Esch, Fola, a draw would be enough only if Monterich loses against Rosper and in the other case, they got to win against them and they got to hope that Monterich draw or loses. Finally, we've got Monterich. If they win, they automatically stay in the league. If they don't, it all depends how Fola plays against Stressen. Ooh, plenty going on. Who's coming up this year from the uh, first division? It's Mersch and Schifflosch. Very good. That's that's kind of plenty happening in the BGL league. It's gonna be it's gonna be kind of. Do you think obviously Hushstar are going down? Is there gonna be a lot of transfers there? Will there be a lot of boys jumping ship? Good question. Good question. (laughs) With I can't tell you. I'm I'm gonna stop making predictions because it all goes wrong. Like I predicted, Dudlot will be champion. So. What do, you, what do you know? What do you know? <laughs> um, what, what else have we got to uh, look forward to? The Lux Cup. When is the uh, Lux Cup final? What date is that? It's on Friday the 27th of May, if I, if I ain't wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be there, obviously. I don't want to miss that. But before we talk about the Cup, we've got the Women's League. And for the third time in a row, Racing are champions of Luxembourg. No big surprise. After defeating Parfendal 5-0, Congrats to the club from the capital who remain unbeaten in the league since March 
2019. Jesus. So four years in a oh. row. They haven't lost oh. a single game in the league. How close were uh, did Mama finish to them then? I think they had, there's a five, six point gap. Oh, okay. And how many games are left? One. And? We've got Mama against Racing. It's two weeks before the cup final for the women, which is Mama against Racing. So okay. surprise. Mama will get a couple of goals here. Yeah. How many goals is Amy Thompson on at the moment now then? Talking about it, we've got Mama who win the, against Bitterbrook thanks to another hat-trick from Amy Thompson, who has now 55 goals. Jesus. What? In how many games? <laughs> Not 55 anyway. <laughs> I think it's like 19 games or something like this. No, it can't be 55 goals in 19 games. But, but, but she's five goals away from the record, which is holded by Kate Till from 2021. And it's crazy to think about it, how Amy Thompson scores every weekend just for fun. But she will, she won't probably not break the record of Kate Till, which scored fifty nine goals. I it, thought I thought that this was a record fifty five goals. But <laughs> no, no, if you no. tell me that there is a fifty fifty nine averaging like goals. three goals a game, yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> Here's a question for you: If um, if she was to score, let's say she scored a couple of goals against Racing, you know, and they win, um, do those goals still count in the cup? the week no, after no, as well no. ah so it's only in the league no, it's it, I only count this in the league mate that's some guy and that's like we used to have lads at like under 13 level yeah that, 60 yeah, goals yeah. and stuff <laughs> it's, that's, it's schoolboy stuff for, for men there is the, the record is ter- 32 goals um, that's know? also a lot. That's still a lot. I, I think it's but like, I, 50, 59. Wow. I think it's even 36 if I ain't wrong. I mean, Is surely, it, surely, if you Macher player, Fonsa Müller or something like this. I know you, that, uh, that it was like in the pandemic season, uh, Zakari Haji scored. Ah, that, 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 was, that wasn't so the record. I don't know if this is the record, but. No, 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 no. Um, how, how many goals are they average in a game then? Is she the only one that scores? Yeah. I would say she scores five goals. Yeah. Five well, your boy, your boy, uh, the <laughs> guy at Hesperon, Stoltz, he's been scoring them for fun, hasn't he, as well? He's Ryan got Phillip, he's, he's got like 30 goals and 28 assists. So that's that's crazy for, for the Bajeli. I'm still checking very quickly, but um, during this, we've I've got some uh, other games, I've got the other games, like... Uh, Jeunesse Junglinza win against Union Method versus... I, know, I forgot to talk about Thompson against Spitombo. She's called a hat-trick against them. I, I, I talk about Where did she play? 20 minutes or something? And then she, she played <laughs> the whole game. <laughs> and your ladies won against Metal Wasserbeek 3-0, El Dikirsch 3-0, and Anton VMG 6-1 against Tifedos. And did you know that we have like a, a cooperative league where, you know, banks and uh, other jobs uh, like yes. um, fire, fire... How do you say it? Uh, Firefighters, yeah. Fire, firefighters have their own football team. Yeah. And we've got a league about it and a cup. And yesterday was the cup final between the bank of BNP against uh, the, the um, firefighters and the bank BNP Paribas 1-3-2. That's some additional fact for those who don't know. Yeah, go, mate, I don't know why you're laughing about that because a lot of the... Uh, because lo- it's kind of unusual to talk about it, you know? A, lo- a lot of the clubs in the, in right. the UK and stuff were traditionally built off. So you had um, teams who might be working in the factory and they would then have their... At the weekend, they would all meet up and play as the uh, the football matches. I mean, that's where a lot of the teams get their next nicknames from. You know, why are they called Spurs? What's that about? I have no idea. Because I know. Oh, hang on, no, I do. Hang on, I do know. Why are they called Spurs? Oh, somebody write in. We didn't tell us. <laughs> um, but uh, with Arsenal, it's obviously the Gunners, and where I'm from, Northampton, yeah. they're called the Cobblers. Cobblers was a name given to people who make shoes and stuff. So that was their their nickname. So there's some random pub knowledge for you, Anthony. What else you got for us, boss? Uh, I haven't 
Ah, I've got I've got the standings for you. Not forgetting because we've got Hesbron on the first place. We not the what, what is Anthony likes to call it the classement. The classement. Like, no, no, we don't we not, don't do not, that. Not uh, not croissant or the classement <laughs> standings. <laughs> on the second place, we di- we don't have Didlonch. We've got now Nidakon with sixty nine points. On the third place, Didlonch with sixty seven. Petard on the fourth with fifty. Does that that doesn't affect anything for European? Uh, yes, I think uh, only th- only fina- in, in a financial point of view. Oh, okay, uh, okay. I think, but yeah, yeah, uh, true. I think it's that. But the second and third automatically go for the conference league. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any change for them. Then we've got Racing on the fifth with forty-three. Defenders on the sixth with forty-two. Mondorf, Jeunesse, Vils on the tenth. We've got Strassen followed by Rospa with thirty-two points. On twelfth, Monterich with twenty-six, and then the relegation players. We've got Fola with twenty-six points as well. Atterbrook with twenty-three, and on the relegation zone Kershaw is 22 and the relegated US hostel with only 18 points as many points as many goals scored only 18 goals scored in 29 games that's like he's a striker lads give me a shout huh? I know I'm wearing a goalkeeper shirt <laughs> here but give me a shout put me in the offence please maybe I'm going to do better no I won't I will be tired but ah I've got, I, found, I found the record the record is no it isn't Uh Yeah, give me, give me, give me time to the end of the show. I'm going to find the record. We haven't got long, mate. So I'm just looking up here. Um, as always, Andrea, thank you so much for uh, joining uh, joining us this evening. It's actually been really insightful. Um, I'm loving the fact that as part of this show, we get to reach out to some of the more um, local clubs because all you really hear about are the guys who are, you know, uh, playing in Germany or whatever like that. So it's awesome to hear what's happening, what's going on locally. We will obviously uh, we'll link up again definitely, and fingers crossed it goes your way in a bit. European football. Thank you. Um, be amazing. Um, next yeah, season, luck. and we'll definitely, uh, we'll, we'll definitely, definitely come, be. Uh, we'll come catch you, right? We'll come and grab a, grab a couple of beers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a couple, just a couple. Um, Anthony, thank you as always for bringing us up to speed. Uh, so last next weekend is the last round of the men's exactly. and the women's BGL league. Is that right? Exactly. And then the week after, we've got the cup final. Exactly. Is the women's cup final played at the Stade Deluxe as well? No, I don't think so. No. I prefer like when you play in a little bit smaller stadium and it get more people, like it's better atmosphere. Yeah, because when's, like, when's the cup final? Twenty seventh, Friday, twenty seventh. That, that's the that's men. the men's. And the women, it's the third of the, uh, June. Okay, third of June. Ah, oh, the week after. Yes. So, so are we all going or what? I think we are. I've never, <laughs> I've never been there to the, uh, the, the 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 new stadium. Go down, you, Andrea. You bring your GoPro, okay? And we'll. Uh, <laughs> I have absolutely. I, I, I reserve some tickets for you. Yeah. <laughs> a VIP only, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yes, of course. <laughs> free, free, free beers. Yeah, um, you can uh, catch the rest of the team tomorrow from uh, six o'clock. You've got uh, Stephen Steps Low who's stepping in. You've also got the lunchbox from twelve, and then you've got the home stretch with uh, Melissa Dalton. I believe Dave Burrows is hosting it tomorrow. As always, you can check us out on our social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and you can catch up on this show will be uploaded as a podcast tomorrow lunchtime now we always sign off with a certain way so I guess you just copy what we do and we'll go from there boys cheers listen to this banger so Andrea <laughs> if you ever when you make it, it to Andrea, the big league I'll let you have it you this, this, this is what you got to come out to mate this is what it's all about I'm in notice as well <laughs> take it easy boys cheers, cheers. lads thank you thank you